Hello everyone. So I recently recorded a podcast uh, entitled Seizures and Epilepsy where I talk about the, this particular condition and in that podcast I refer to my mother-in-law Leslie as being uh, a patient who suffers from it and we had a telephone conversation and as I mentioned in that podcast I, I plan to include it at the end but I decided to upload it as a separate uh, recording and that's what this podcast ultimately is it's a copy of the telephone conversation that I had with Leslie where I'm talking to her about her experience of diag- being first diagnosed with the condition uh, how it's affected her kind of day-to-day life and if there were any take-home messages she would want people listening uh, to ultimately take away with them so this is the recording made between myself and Leslie hi Leslie Hi Rob. Okay, so thank you for uh, talking to me tonight. Um, so I just wanted to ask a couple of questions. So firstly, do you remember much about the initial diagnosis when you found out that you actually had uh, epilepsy? Uh, no, not at all. Um, it came as a complete shock. When I saw my GP, because I'd been having such, uh, about six very weird episodes as though I was feeling that my body was um, coming out of itself and um, my GP then said he thought uh, it might be epilepsy and he thought it would be a good idea to refer me to a neurologist and I was um, referred to a neurologist who thought the episodes uh, were consistent with panic attacks. Um, really so when when you say episodes do you mean so panic attack like symptoms or or do you do you remember it to be seizures were there any witnesses to say that it was it was actual seizures that you when you you experienced when you say episodes i i knew they weren't panic attacks because um i had a my medical history includes an episode of severe postnatal in, uh, postnatal depression requiring hospitalisation, um, and at the time that I saw that neurologist, uh, he thought they were panic attacks, and um, he carried out some tests um, and I knew they weren't panic attacks because when I was feeling poorly um, after I'd had my son this um, coming out of my body episode was completely different to a panic attack so I knew it wasn't a panic attack um and um i told him that uh i 
had had several of these episodes and that I'd left work one evening and I literally collapsed in the road, um, resulting in breaking my foot. Uh, I was taken to hospital, but they weren't bothered about my foot at all. All they were bothered about was as to why I had collapsed. Um, They couldn't find any reason, um, but obviously my foot was broken, but I still kept getting these attacks. Um, Okay, so so now, so you... So you have a clinical diagnosis of epilepsy as of today? Yes. So I can ask, so since that diagnosis then, just to kind of, if we move the timeline forward, how how has that diagnosis or that experience, rather, affected your your life generally, like your day-to-day life, since, since finding out that you actually have epilepsy to, to this point today? How would you say that your life has changed? Generally, um, at first I was terribly depressed. Um, the word epilepsy, when you're told you've got it, it's um, I don't know, it's almost like it was considered so many years ago where people were put in the madhouse and I found it very, very difficult to accept. Um, I was prescribed medication and um, as there's so many different types of um, epilepsy, mine is uh, complex uh partial epilepsy um and uh i had to take so many different tablets because uh as with a lot of patients it's trial and error just sorting out which tablet is best for you because they have so many side effects some of them yeah so so presumably you're on a number of anti-epileptic drugs at the moment yes yes um some people just have to take one a day and then um because i have to take quite a few drugs a day i can't remember what the uh, name of it is called but it's taking so many drugs a day um Hmm. to combat the condition um and uh so would you say the epilepsy is stable at the moment would you say that the drug is well managed well having said that in the last three months i've uh keeps 
saying to my husband and I've mentioned to friends um, that I can keep smelling gas and everybody tells me because I keep saying to them when I smell the gas can you smell the gas and they said no there is no smell of gas is that one of the side effects of the medication you think no I don't I believe it is and I'm due to see my neurologist and I believe it is another form of epilepsy. I could be very wrong, but I have Googled it and that is is something I have never done with illnesses before. Um, So so this altered sense of smell you think is another manifestation of the condition? Yes, but another type of epilepsy, not the same. Not the type. same one. No. Okay, but no. you're but you're you're going to see a neurologist to to inquire about that. Yes, because I have to see my neurologist every anyway. six months. Okay, so Leslie, in uh, in teaching about this topic and in the podcast that I've uh, recorded on it, one thing that I really highlight is how misunderstood this topic is it seems that people don't really have a great understanding about seizures generally and how they relate to epilepsy and the fact that the two don't go hand in hand and that you can have seizures without the epilepsy and that there's so many different types if you could uh kind of pass on one message or if you would want one take-home message from this kind of very short interview to be what would you say it is what message would you give people uh who are listening to this recording um With good medication, it can be very well controlled. I have a wonderful neurologist. Um, The drugs can be can adjust, make you very tired. Um, again, it it all depends on the type of drugs that you you are on. Um, different people, obviously, um, suffer different side effects, um, and it's a condition. Um, it's not an illness and as i say with my medication it is very well controlled and um i think you just have to get on with day-to-day life um that's fair enough that sounds like good advice that sounds like good advice, um, and by the sounds of it, it sounds like it's well controlled and that you're on top of everything. Yes. Um, at the beginning, I was, I had all the tests. I was wired up for um, an EE when you have all the electrodes on your head for 24 hours um, and all 
also I had an MRI scan um, and uh, those were sent to um, this um, chap in Oxford and um, who wrote to my to, who wrote to my neurologist and said I have had this lady's scans reviewed by Peter Pretorius in Oxford and he can see no significant intracranial pathology which again is very reassuring for me. Oh, of course so then I guess what we're dealing with then isn't, I guess, unprovoked episodes, idiopathic or known in causes. I can imagine that's got its advantages and disadvantages. So fantastic that there's no, as you said, pathology, but then the fact that you're even experiencing these must be quite a scary thing to go through. Absolutely. Um, I... I do know when they are coming on, but literally within seconds, I have lost consciousness. Um, and I don't remember a thing of when I regain consciousness of what's happened. Really? It's, it's interesting you say about losing consciousness because I talk about partial and generalised seizures and say that generalised always results in a loss of consciousness, but with partial seizures you it's kind of like plus or minus sometimes you do sometimes you don't so it's interesting yes. to hear that 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 you experience a total loss of consciousness each time you have have one yes yes and and um at first you know when i regained consciousness um when i first started having the seizures that was very, very scary, but um, now um, I've been seizure-free for nearly a year. Um, That's brilliant news, Leslie. Sorry? That's brilliant news, Leslie. Which is wonderful mm. but obviously I'm worried because um, of this smelling of gas which is known as which is called an aura and hopefully I'm very wrong but but an, an aura an aura just to say Leslie an, an aura is also part of partial seizures um, I talked about the loss of consciousness as, as sometimes that can occur but an aura is also part of that so it might just be that you're experiencing another element to the same particular condition but as you say if we just wait until the neurologist speaks to you and you'll get to you get to find out more about that uh, you just need to keep me yes. up, you need to keep me updated um, yes and hopefully that's what he will say hmm. that is what hope that is what i'm hoping he will say but um, 
Mm -hmm. I would say to, to anybody that is diagnosed with it, um, so many people do suffer with epilepsy like a lot of other um, conditions and don't be afraid and do take your medication because if you don't, it will just, you will just keep having seizures. Okay. Okay, well, Leslie, thank you very much for talking to me today about your experience of epilepsy and how it's affected you. Really appreciate it. You're more than welcome, Rob. Thank you very much.